Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I am Alan. My name's Nick. And welcome into the dungeon. ourselves in Big Al's basement, where shoe shrubberies have rescued Big Al, and you've learnt that the orcs and possibly some ogres or trolls have gone off to, to Conibri in search of gold, and the last thing that you had decided to do was that you would rest for, for this evening, gather your strengths and make your way to Conibri in the morning. So what did you, you want to do? I remember that I had spoken to the horses at one point as well and asked them to hang around grazing in the grass outside the ranch and if they felt threatened to escape, to leave, but to come back when they felt safe again, that I would reunite them with their owner and to tell the other two horses the same. Basically, I, I wanted them to stay together. I remember I had the, the conversation using my, my spell, speak to animals. So I want to go and check on them. Okay, yeah. And maybe I'm going to tell Big Al this as well. Like, Big Al, on, on our way here, we, we stumbled into two, two fine steeds, two fine horses. They were branded with, with your name, I believe. I, I would have had horses that have uh, possibly fled or been set free by the damn orcs. Yes, well, we found them and brought them here. They're outside of the ranch currently. If you bear with me a second, I, I want to go and check on them and, and bring them back. Do you, want to, do you want us to go with you? It should be fine, don't worry. I, I, I think I should manage going just if it's, it's not too far from here and I, I should manage bringing back some horses. Just wait here, maybe start preparing supper. I'm quite famished and I need some drink too and maybe prepare some rooms for us if you don't mind. And we need to get ready for tomorrow in case we come across more orcs. Very well, yes, I've got a few rooms upstairs that you're more than welcome to stay in. Uh, perhaps we should uh, start making safe the the entrances and the windows again. That too, Did yes. you damage much of the... Well, an orc smashed through the front door, I believe. And other than that, I don't think there are more damages to your property, I don't think. Ah, it's not too bad then. Front door leads to the foyer, so perhaps we can just brace the other doors. We'll have to be careful with the stairs. Fabian, if you don't mind, there's a rod, the movable rod we got. If you don't mind, there's a little button on it. If you don't mind clicking it, and then you are able to remove it from where it's attached. Just hold on to it and give it to me when I come back, please. I'll do so. Thank you. Also, before I forget, I have two potions. The problem I've been finding is that when I turn into my bear form, I cannot help you guys if you need it. So I'm going to give one to you, Fabian, and one to you, Fenner. Thank you, that sounds... uh... A wise decision. I've meant to do this back when we first encountered the ogres, but I keep forgetting. So very well, I'll, I'll go help Big Al set up upstairs and uh, we'll keep an eye out. Have you got your, your stone of sending in case we see anything or in case you run into trouble? Yes, I have it with me. Don't worry, don't worry. It should be fine. I'm just a couple of minutes away from here. It's, it's all going to be okay. 
and I head off. I exit the, the basement and I make my way stealthily, still quietly. I'm, not, I'm in no rush. I'm trying not to make noise to go and see if the horses are still there, hopefully. What was your stealth modifier? Plus two. So you very quietly make your way out of the the basements, climbing up to, to those double doors that you had squeezed through in your bare form, and you're greeted by the cool evening air. Are you going round the farm, or are you going back through the orchard, through the pond? What, what sort of path are you going? I'm going straight, as straight as I can, through the orchard, through the wheat field, and exiting over the fence and as straight as I can to the location where I left the horses. Okay, so it takes you a couple of minutes to to make your way there. You don't see anything of, of note along your way. You, you do come across a couple of trees that have been felled in the, the orchard and you make your way to the cornfields. You make your way walking through the tall corn, get to the fence, you manage to, to climb that without issues. And you, you travel a couple hundred feet to the west, which is where you had left the, the horses. And they're not exactly there. What do you mean, they're not exactly there? Like, they're not there? They're not there. I, I don't see them. You can't see them. I can't see them. All right, so right now I want to get down on my knees. Yeah. And pray to the Lord. No, no I'm, I'm not going to do that. I want to check for tracks. Roller survival. That's a 12 total. So yeah, you know what you're looking for. And as, as you bend down low and you start surveying the, the land and the grass and you're tasting the, the, the leaves and looking at the twigs that have been crumpled and mm. sure enough you find some tracks which look like horse mm. and they look like they're relatively fresh. Fresh tracks. Could I discern from that role if they have been spooked? Where they've just casually walked off and not listened to a thing I said to them. It looks like they bolted out. They the, bolted the, out. The marks on the, the earth are quite deep and they seem to have gone in different directions. And then as you're following it, you see that they all sort of run together towards the northwest of where you left them. Did I see any more tracks? Do I see any more tracks where those tracks are? Like orc footprints. No, you can't find any orc footprints. Okay. So I'll follow the track. I'll follow the horse prints. Horse footprints. Hoof prints, if you will. Yeah, so you, you follow them for about 15, 20 minutes or so. And eventually in, you sort of see the, the distance now, the sort of silhouettes as the sun's coming down of the, of the four horses that you had left. Okay, I'm gonna take out my stone on sending and just say, Fenner, I have found the horses. It took a bit longer than I hoped for. They had bolted off, and I'm, I'm still, I still haven't got them, but I can see them from where I am. I'm gonna be bring them back now. Expect me back in around maybe twenty minutes. Okay, good to and reassuring to hear your voice. Glad you're safe. Under the horses have been found. Thank you. And I walk up to the horses. Yep. You're still doing this stealthily? No, I'm now confident that I see what I came for and there's n I haven't seen signs of an orc, at least when I checked. So I'm confident that uh, mission complete. I'm going <laughs> to get the horses and I'm going to bring them back. Very well. So yeah, you as you start approaching, they sort of turn and see you. And... I don't talk in horse, but I 
do gesture like if I were talking in host like and I do that back but obviously I know I'm not making any sense to them but you know I'm just trying to like say I got you yeah so one of them comes and sort of nudges you with his snout (laughs) (laughs) nozzle (laughs) it's not not, it's not a nozzle (laughs) but yeah he he comes and he he sort of nudges you alright yeah I stroke his head there there um, I told you I, w- I would come back for you. And this is one of the ones that belong to Big Al, I yeah. assume. I-, I found your master. Well, you don't understand. I don't know why the hell I'm talking to you, but I found your master safe and sound. Just just follow me. And I'm going to attempt to get on this horse by myself. <laughs> so little halfling is going to yes. try and climb up. Give me an animal handling with advantage. Total of 16. I've got plus 5 on animal handling. Okay, so yeah, you you start to try and climb up, obviously with your little legs and this this big steed. <laughs> it's a little bit of work, but the the horse sort of figures out what you're trying to do and very kindly sort of lowers itself a little as you you're climbing on. Nice. So yeah, it's a I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gallop or anything, but a, a nice fastish trot back to the farmstead. So. You're making your way back to the farmstead, and as it sort of comes in, in view, the horse you're on sort of starts resisting a little, sort of like pulling and, and whipping its head, and looks a little spooked. Hmm. Can I make a perception check around me to see if I notice anything that may be spooking it? Hopefully it's not a damn dragon. Yeah. Nine total. So yeah, you don't see anything that would necessarily spook the horse, but you... You do recall that you let off quite a large number of explosions from your wand of pyrotechnics, which perhaps could have spooked the horses and some right, galloping. So I spooked the horses, not the oak. Okay, I'm gonna cast uh, speak with animals. Not, I'm not doing the ritual. I'm actually gonna cast the spell. Yeah. There, there. Are you okay? <sighs> Loud noises. Danger. Yes, yes, yes. Forget that. That was me. I was trying to uh, distract the enemies that were around here to get them, to lure them out of our way. Don't worry about that. That was me. It was a bit of magic that I used. I don't expect you to understand. But don't worry. Don't worry about it. The... the orcs are gone? Yes, yes. They are gone for now, yes. Your master... Your master is there. He's safe and sound. And he's waiting for you. Okay. Let's go. And I gently um, encourage it forward. So yeah, you see it starts obliging. And you're coming up now to the the northwest part of the ranch, which is where the, the pasture was, where you had seen the three orcs wrestling with the pigs. So I'm there by the, by the pigs? Do I see the pigs there? Yeah, you're just coming up to the, the fence that sort of pens them in. And you, you can see some of the pigs sort of snuggling together. For warmth. Good evening. What? I am Shrew, friend of animals, hero of Fandling, leader of Shrew's shrubberies. You sort of see the pigs looking to each other. How goes your evening? Is he talking evening? to us? Yes, I am talking to you. How goes How? your evening, fellow fellow swines? Swine is not a word that uh, <laughs> you take kindly. I'm sorry. But, uh, uh, fellow I'm, piggies. I'm, I'm surprised. How are you talking? What? Are you okay? Have you been ill-treated by these ruffians, these orcs? 
We were being chased all over the, the pasture. Damn orcs. They seem to have gone now. Yes, indeed. We, we took care of them. I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you're healthy. He's sort of smelling as he's getting close to you. What's the matter? Turns around and sort of looks a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you smelling? Are you smelling my sausages? Smells like, uh, smells like us. Ah, don't worry, I, I tend to hang around piggies all the time. Don't worry about that. It's nothing. Anyway, have a good evening. Goodbye. <laughs> and I trot off. <laughs> so you start trotting off and still within the earshot and you just sort of hear the pigs talking to each other completely bewildered that they've somehow communicated with this humanoid on a horse. I don't know if doing this makes things worse for the animals. They seem to be questioning their very existence. Each time I talk to them, I just carry on and and go back to... So yeah, you're, you're coming around the, the outside of the, the pasture and it's bringing you to the burnt down buildings that you had seen um, previously when you had been in frog form and made your way into the, the farmhouse. And as you sort of trot past, you see that there's across the what's left of the, the burnt down barn and what looks like was once a smithy. You, you see a number of bodies sort of heaped on the ground uh, from what you can see up, uh, upon your horse you you can tell that at least two of them are orcs and there appears to be four or five humans sort of crumpled and sort of strewn across the floor probably slain where they where they stood okay all right mm. i take note of that and i carry on oh, actually i'm gonna investigate the corpses of the orcs but not the humans so you want to search the the orcs yeah. Okay, roll investigation. 16. As you're searching through their, their corpses, you find a handful of small coins, some crude weapons, you know, some sort of orc trinkets and decorative garbs that they, they have, but nothing of, of real value or worth. or worth or anything that really tells you why they were here beyond perhaps what you already suspect that they've come down from the mountains as well following the, the arrival of the dragon. All right, I'll continue and look for these guys, meet up with them again. Okay, so as you're walking past the orcs and making a way to, to get back on your horse, you know that one of the one of the humans on the ground has a hand missing. Oh. Okay, so that's the farmer hand then. Didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I know where that person's hand is. I'm not sure if that, that's of any use, but why would the hand be in the pond and the person... Here, because a person seems to be like if they've fallen. They've fallen in, in some sort of battle, from what you can see. So maybe they lost their hand prior to dying. Yeah, I mean, from from where you're standing, the the pond is pretty close. Oh right. So a cut of the hand, or maybe a but, subsequent mm. kick after it's been chopped off, or or maybe an animal's dragged it in. Who knows? Okay, I'll I'll carry on and move on. Actually, can I? Do I remember where I saw the hand? Yeah, it was inside the pond. Very faring or closer to the bank? It was about almost in the middle, I would say. Because you, you saw it as before you got to the other side of the of the pond. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I, <laughs> I just want to dive into the pond and uh, as shrew. As shrew, yeah. And fish out to that hand. Are you leaving your, your equipment on the, yeah, on the yeah, bank yeah, of the, the pond? Yeah, yeah, I'm taking everything off. Stripping down to, stripping your, down your to my undies and 
diving in. So yeah, the <laughs> the sun's almost completely setting now, and you're. You notice the, the cool, cold air now on, on your body, your toes, your big hobbit toes, oh, yeah, uh, sorry, your big halfling toes, so touch the water and... Yeah, it's winter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. feel it's it's, mm, it's very maybe, cold. Maybe not. Maybe not a good idea. And I dress. <laughs> <laughs> you change your mind. <laughs> yeah, it's too cold. <laughs> so you turn around and start uh, putting your clothes on. Uh, what was your passive perception? 13. So as you're you're sort of dressing yourself again, you you note, or rather you see the familiar face of Fenna, sort of peering through the the shutters as she's closing them. <laughs> she looks quite bewildered seeing you, you know, stripped down to your underwear and getting dressed again with these four horses behind you. Yeah, she clearly still doesn't know me that well. If she's still <laughs> bewildered by that, Fenna, no peeking. And you just, you just hear the 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 shutters slam shut. Now I know where they are, my companions, and I leave, I tether the horses this time to a pole if I see one, or maybe a balustrade or whatever, and walk yeah. into the house where I saw my friends. So yeah, you make your way into the, the farmhouse, you've tethered the, the the horses outside, and you make your way in where Fena, Fabian and Bigal have been sort of boarding up the, the windows and the doors. The main door is completely destroyed, there's, there's nothing that can be salvaged there. So Big Al has sort of moved some some of the shelving units that he had in the kitchen there and Fabian had the idea of putting the, the immovable rod back where it was, sort of behind it, sort of barricading that door. Because the, the problem there would have been that the stairwell, or rather one of the stairwells to the upper floor, was there in that sort of foyer. So. Without a, without a way to block off entry there, it would have been a very vulnerable point of your defences. I like, I like what you've done here. Very well thought out. Brilliant, brilliant. Big Al, I, I bought your friends, the horses. There's four. Two of them are yours. The other two are another friend of mine. We used these to come. Uh, we used the other two to come here as fast as we could to save you. Um, and also, there's a few corpses that we need to take care of people that we need to bury yes we we had spoken of that yes and i think your your friend had very kindly offered to provide some sort of blessing yes she's a cleric as he says that and looks towards and you sort of glance she sort of blushes and, and takes her eyes off you what's wrong did you like what you saw hi this is not the this is another quiet shrew that i met quiet shrew i don't know if i ever was quiet well you you seem more confident and more because we are shrewd shrubberies. We have we are the heroes of fandling. Friends of animals. We are growing into ourselves, Fenna. You have to start believing in yourself a bit more. You're a damn good cleric, a damn good healer, and we'll all be dead if it weren't for you. Well, I suppose we're doing rather well. Yes, we need to kill a dragon. Or at least I need to kill a dragon. That's the task I've foolishly set myself. What was it you saw, Fenna? And Fabian sort of asks, and she sort of blushes and waves him off like... Nothing. She saw me coming in in my steed, followed by another three horses, and clearly I was cutting the image of a hero. Yes, yes, uh, quite right. Well, anyway, I did promise you a reward, and Big oh. Al hands you I love this part. A, a beautiful, shiny piece of, of chainmail that he had told you you, you could have, which oh, was yeah. a mithril finest craftsmanship i'm flattered I'm, I'm very grateful for your for your kind gesture 
But I'm going to pass this on to my friend Fabian if you don't mind. I, I think he he needs it more than me. Being the muscle and being the person that will be in front and center of every encounter and every battle we see ourselves thrown into. And Thank I hand, you kindly. I, yeah, I hand it over to, to Fabian. This is uh, quite the exquisite piece of armor. I've never, never owned anything like this. Put Thank it on. You. He sort of takes off his his garbs and I you can see all his sort of scars and, and wounds that uh, I look at Fenner. <laughs> Fenner sort of turned again blushing as a second scantily clad man that you've seen now this evening and puts on the mithril incredibly light yes. and so flexible hmm. he starts doing lunges and stretching his arms and this is good this is very good we'll, we're in a better position now to kill that dragon I'm feeling confident. We should carry on. We should bury the the corpses, and then oh, your your friends, your 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 family, and and then we should come back and and perhaps have something to eat and and, and call it a day. Big Al, there was a hand floating in the pond. I think I told you about, and I found its owner, for lack of better word. I don't know if you want to fetch the hand yourself or just leave it there in the pond. Oh. Be better to take it out before it festers and pollutes the water more than it probably already has. Yeah, I was about to dive in and get it, but it's quite cold outside. So I don't know how you suggest we take it out, we fish it out, I don't know. Perhaps in the morning, when the sun's been up, maybe the, the water's a little warmer. Or can you turn into some... I mean, you were this ferocious bear. Is, is that the only animal you can turn into? No, no, but I would have to rest before I can turn back into one of those magnificent beasts. Ah, what the hell, I'll go in the, the pond. It'll be the... After everything that you've done and the life that I've led as a veteran of many, many battles myself, what's a little cold water? Yes, that's the spirit. Let me let me see you. Let me, let me see this. I, wa- I want to I wanna experience this. The big owl going into the frosty cold water of the pond. Okay, so, <laughs> so you're all joining him. Well, at least outside. I am here. He's going to go into the pond whilst Fenner and Fabian are going to start sort of gathering the, the bodies of the farmhands. And out of the, the corner of your eye, you, you see Fabian spit on the, the corpses of the, the orcs. I say we burn them. Yes, yes, we are not going to honor these vile creatures and evil beings by giving them a ceremony or anything of the sorts. But we need to take care of this. We don't want the, the bodies rotting and attracting other beasts. So yeah, let's just burn them. So Fabian starts dragging the, the orc bodies sort of down the, the hills to the north of the of the ranch. Probably not a good idea to burn them right on the ranch itself. Fen is sort of very nicely laying the bodies out. So she's like, I hope you don't expect me to dig these graves on my own. No, no, of course not. We'll help you. So as, as she's sort of preparing the bodies and Fabian sort of dragged off the orcs, he comes back gets a shovel and he's going to start digging sort of to the, the north of the smithy as well. Just outside the the actual ranch, you see that Big Al has stripped himself down to, to his undies as well. And he's a large guy anyway, but now you perhaps you're wondering that you know why he's called Big Al. <laughs> <laughs> like his tummy? He's wondering why his tummy? He's got a huge tummy. Yeah. He's very big and muscly, but his, his tummy does protrude out under those uh, tunics and robes. Right. You couldn't quite uh, see its girth. 
Okay. <laughs> wow, you're packing. You're packing some some luggage there. I well, so many years without a proper fight. Yes. We'll do that to you. And all the butter. Butter certainly doesn't help, but it's delicious. Oh, you, you will try some. I will indeed try some. It sort of dips in. <gasps> That's got the spot there. <laughs> it sort of, it sort of tenses and, and makes his way into the the cold water, wallowing. Sorry, <laughs> wallowing, wading in. Where exactly did you see this this hand? You, you sort of see him with his arms raised up as it's sort of touching the sides of his. Uh, unfortunately, it's near the middle. <laughs> you've got you've got the worst of it now. You should die then. Get it over with. He's sort of reaching around with his hand, and he touches. Oh, and he lifts it up. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is it. Yeah. He sort of makes his way out, shivering now. And nobody thought to bring blankets, so he's no. He's there, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely soaking, and he's sort of drying himself with the with his clothes. Oh, I think I better. Oh, I think I better make it back inside and yes, yes. sit by the fire. Yes, yes, you do that. I'll, I'll be out in a few minutes what? to help you dig don't, the graves. Don't worry, we'll take care of this. So Big Al wanders off back to the, the house to warm up and get changed, but not before leaving the hand with the the body of, of his farmhand, which as, as he does, you see uh, quite a sadness come across his face as he, he sort of sees the life that he's built almost completely destroyed. His his friends, on, although they, they worked for him, he... You can see that he had a, a good relationship with him, with them, by the, the sentiments that you see on, on his face as he, he places the hand down. You see him sort of shake his head, turn around and make his way back to the farmhouse. Okay, I join up with Fena and Fabian and start digging those those graves. Yeah, so it, it takes you guys, uh, I'd say about an hour to dig them to a, a safe level to put them in. And between you, you, you lay out the, the five bodies and Fena sort of does her, her thing and says a little blessing over each of them. You want to say something, Big Al? Oh, I'm, I'm not a man of many words. Well, your family. But they, they served me well. They weren't just my workers, they were my friends. They were my family. I'm glad that you've avenged most of them here on the farm. But I won't rest until every last one of those bastards are slain in Conbury or the Shrine or wherever from here to there that we meet them. We will avenge them. He sort of gets some dirt and sprinkles it on. You see him welling up a bit as he, he turns his back as you guys start pouring the dirt back on top of the graves. A few more minutes pass and they've been buried. You place some, some rocks on top and Fabian sort of signals to the two orcs that were unceremoniously dumped down the, the hill to the north of the, the ranch. I think we should get some firewood from the, the orchard and burn this scum. Yeah, I'll go with you. So yeah, you, you guys spend a few minutes, you, go, you make your way to the orchard where the, the orcs have been chopping wood, gather enough to, to get a, a good fire going, make your way back and sort of build a very rudimentary sort of pyre. It's not something you, you either of you will have before, made right? before, but you know, it takes you, um, I'd say in total between going there and back, about half an hour, it's now pitch black, so you would have lit one of your, your torches to to make your way back to where you left the, the orc corpses. You've built this little pyre. Are you just throwing the, the torch on there? Yeah. So you throw it on. <laughs> the wood eventually catches a, a flame properly and the body starts to burn. The That smell of rotting flesh 
because uh, you know these bodies had been there a few days already now sort of being burnt as well makes you feel a little sick to your stomach as you you stand there seeing these these flames lick the wind maybe we we should head back now or are we gonna see this until it until the fire dies down I'd rather go back in let's go then the two of you make your way back to the farmhouse to join up with Fenner and Big Al. Well, it's been a hard day for all of us and I think we should eat up and go to bed. Sounds like a good idea. So you, you see that on the the kitchen table there's been some some meats and some bread sort of laid out. Some of that famous butter. And Big Al offers to take the, the first watch. The butter is incredibly tasty, by the way. Do you do shipments? Yes, we, we deliver... Or rather, we delivered as far as Fandel into the west and to some of the, the towns to, to the east as well. Abad is quite well known up and down the, the tribal trail. Hmm. If I if you ever get back to speed again and you take reins of your business again, I'll, I'll be making some orders for sure. This is lovely. Why why the, the skull? Well, the skull because of the, the number of battles that I've seen over the, my years as a former sheriff and a veteran. Hmm. So... It was just something different, instead of a flower or a, you know, I'm a battle-hardened veteran of of many, many encounters and slain many men, many beasts. So, you know, little flowers or little decorative molds one for me. So I thought, nice skull, stand out from the crowd. Indeed it does. So you'd be coming tomorrow with us, yes? Aye. I imagine you're, you're looking forward to, to a bit of action, as we were talking before, that belly has... Hasn't seen a, a good fight in a, in a good couple of years, I imagine, now. <laughs> I can still hold my own, I assure you. Well, I'm, I'm keen in seeing how you fight tomorrow, if we need to. Yes, uh, hopefully we find Petunia as well, otherwise there won't be any more butter. I'm sure, well, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll find her, but if we fail to do so, I'm sure you'll be able to buy another cow and, and milk that one. Aye, but it won't be Petunia's milk. She's the one that makes this butter. How long have you had this... Thing going. A few years now, at least. You sort of see him trying to count in, in his head. About three years now, I, th- I would say. Okay, and what was your plan if Petunia passed away from old age? Well, I hadn't thought that far ahead. <laughs> okay. I'm not a businessman by oh, trade. I see, I can I can see. Well, I think the, the night has drawn this course, and I'm feeling quite tired. I, you're taking first watch, you said. I will take second, and I'm going to bed right now. Good night. See you when your watch is over. Hi, I'll, I'll come for you in a few hours. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for your hospitality. Good night. So with that, you guys make your way upstairs and you take a take a rest. A couple of hours passes without incidents. And Big Al comes and, and wakes you gently for, for your watch. Petunia! Petunia! What? Petunia! True. Oh! Yes. <clears throat> your watch. Oh. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I... To, to take my turn for the watch. Okay, so yeah, you go downstairs and again your, your watch passes without any any incidents. So your, your two hours pass and you you go upstairs and wake Fabian, who goes down and takes his, his watch, as does Fenner subsequently, without any any incidents in throughout the course of the night. And you, you all wake up the next morning feeling quite refreshed after what was a rather difficult day. Oh, yes, yes, that's what I needed. For breakfast, I think I'm going to have sausage in butter. Yes, that sounds quite appealing. Mm, sausage is fried in a little bit of butter. Mm-hmm. 
Sounds good with some of that bread. So we have breakfast and we don't we don't hang around much longer. We set out towards Conbury. Yeah. Conibury. 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 Yeah, and you guys now have a, a horse each. Oh yeah, do we? You don't need to share anyone, there's four of you. Yeah, there's four of us, yeah, true. Nice. So as you said, you guys aren't hanging around and you make your way outside to get the horses where you're greeted as you step outside by quite a cold breeze and a very light rain. I wrap my cloak around me a bit more. Remember, I'm always uh, barefoot. A little detail I had forgotten about by, by now, but I don't wear shoes. So if it ever becomes a problem, I'm going to have to deal with that. Yeah, I'd say that at the moment, the calluses on your feet must be like wearing shoes. Yeah, after, pretty much. After traversing so much. So um might be an issue if you're going up the, the snowy mountains. So mm. perhaps something to bear in mind. Might have to find a cobbler and get some, some shoes. custom shoes made. But yeah, you guys make your make your way and your horses you know, sort of cold biting at your at your faces and your hands as you're you're riding towards Conibury, which was uh, about five miles or so to the the west of of where the ranch is. Not too far then. Not too far. And as you're approaching it, you you can now see it in the on the horizon. Are you you sort of making your way directly towards it or? What's, what's the plan of action here? Are you just going straight in or...? Again, we're dismounting, I, I think we're dismounting a bit away from it, a bit away from the, the ruins. I'm not gonna talk to the animals, I think they get the gist of it now, and I will... we will slowly approach the, the ruins. Okay, so stealthily I would imagine. Yeah. So yeah, you guys start making your way into the, the abandoned town. And it's, it's a bunch of ruins, and as you're sort of walking around, you're sort of crunching on old bits of wood. <laughs> Here we go again. And sort of your feet are sort of slipping and sliding on, on rubble. And the town is eerily silent, other than the whistling of the wind as it blows through what's left of the burnt down and crumbled structures. And as you, you sort of walk around, you don't really see anything. You don't see anyone. There aren't really any substantive walls that somebody could could hide, hide behind or, or anything like that. It's all very it's almost been burnt down to the to the ground. I kind of perk my ear up. Do I hear any bells like we did? So you sort of cup your yeah. your ear like Hulk Hogan and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of listen. And no other than the whistling of the wind and the the soft patter of the of the light rain on the ground, there's nothing you, you can hear. Big owl when we passed through here on our way to your ranch, we, we could hear Petunia's bells ringing. The fact that we don't hear it anymore suggests that she is no longer here, or at least no longer alive. Or mm. rather, the other way around. No longer alive, or at least no longer here. Yeah, I can't see her anywhere around here. Hmm. I'm going to look for some, some sort of tracks. Yes, I will help you with that. I'm quite good at, at following animals, I'll have you know. Okay, roll survival with advantage. He's helping you out. Sixteen total. So after a few few minutes of, of searching, you you do find some hoof prints, and you sort of see them leading towards the south of Conibury. But you also see a number of other tracks, sort of humanoid-sized boot prints, and in, in the mud, and some rather larger feet as well. Hmm. 
and you can see that as the rain sort of falling that what's left of the tracks you, you can tell that they, they'll start to wash away as the rain gets heavier and it goes on for longer and they were heading south you said south yeah because this this doesn't look good there's a lot of tracks here including petunias but they all seem to be heading south including petunias yeah she seems to have been taken that way well the the shrine is south of here they're probably to, i hope they haven't slain her for for meat Oh, if they have. Hmm. I'm, I'm sure we've still got time. Let's go. Do we know how far... Did I know how far the shrine was from Conybury? Yeah, it's, again, it's about five miles south. Quite close as well. Yeah. So, all right, we'll you go... You can be there in about an hour. All right, we get our horses and we'll head on that way. As quick as we can. So you, you're going... Yeah. Quickly, uh, for so much. Uh, yeah. You'll be there in about half an hour. Yeah, we're galloping. Galloping away. Petunia, wait for us. So you have to about... Half an hour, you see in the distance the, the crumbling walls of the shrine. I'm assuming you're you're not rushing all the way to the gate. You're just sort of no until rushing until you see it. Or until we gather that we are close by and start slowing down at that point a bit until we see it and slow down even further. Then again, leave the horses quite a bit away and stealthily make our way towards the the shrine. Okay, so yeah, you can as I said, you can see that you're coming up now to to these ruins, which you see that they stand in the middle of a vast field north of the rocky foothills of the Sword Mountains. What you see is an old stone temple with a belfry jutting out from its peaked roof, enclosed by stone walls, many sections of which have collapsed. You can see that the trail ends at a crumbling gatehouse, the doors to which were sundered long ago. Three of the four towers that once stood at the corners of the outer walls have collapsed. Only the northeast tower remains, and you can see the silhouette of a guard standing atop of it. Mm. Can I get an idea of what the silhouette is? Yeah, you can do a, an investigation, I imagine. Nine. Nine. Okay, so from, from where you are at the moment, the, the sun's sort of behind this, this figure, and it's a little cloudy and there's a light sort of rain as well. So it's a bit difficult to see, but from the size and the, the posturing of it, you, you can make an educated guess that this is an orc. All right, as suspected. Are we hiding anywhere? Are we like behind cover? Or so are we... This is as you're on your horses and you're sort of. Right, I see it from far away. Yeah. They'll probably see me as well. Then. You don't know yet. But we have direct sight of it. We, we have direct sight. Yeah, it sort of opens up into these fields and you can see the, the walls and you can see the remains of three towers, okay. one of which you see this figure standing on top. Okay, we have reached our destination and I think we can safely assume that we have been or are about to be spotted by the guard. If we aren't, he's not a very good guard. I mean, you, you've got quite a bit of distance on him. I mean, you're seeing... Yeah, but if we see him, surely he will be able to see us. Possibly. So you guys want to tie up the horses and... Yeah. Stealthily make your way. Well, like, at this point, I don't want to stealth anymore. Like, we tie up the horses and start making our way with our chests pumped up. Like, here we come. <laughs> So straight towards the... Yeah, we're walking. That gate tower. Sorry, the the gatehouse. But we're not going to walk up to the gatehouse. We want to stay quite a quite a bit away. Like, if I was smart enough, and you can tell me if I would be, to know how far a bow could reach, like someone firing an arrow, would I, at this point, be experienced enough to know more or less? You've seen Fabian use his bow quite a bit now. So you know that... He's got a, a range, typically, of about 150 feet. 
where you can get a good, good aim and good chance of hitting his targets. And then from there, you know that um, up to around five, six hundred feet, you could take a wild shot. Okay, so maybe a bit with help of Fabian as well, we want to stop where we think we would be safe enough from fire, from longbow or, or bow or whatever. And that, if that is around 600 feet, would that be far enough where I could shout to the person and they would hear me, or is that too far? Yeah, with a with a good shout, he could probably he could probably hear you. I mean, you're just walking up with no cover, no nothing at this point, so. Huh? Yes, yes. So yeah, as you're walking, making your way towards what you you believe to be a range that keeps you safe, you you notice that the guard has started to make his way down the tower. Right, okay. Hold here, let's see what they do. Do they hear anything, any alarms being rung, any shouts? From where you are, you can't hear anything at the moment. Wait a couple of minutes, see if anyone pops up again. So you guys wait a few minutes, nothing. Got too cocky. All right. We, we push on. We start walking. The gatehouse looks crumbled. Yeah, like most of the walls are crumbled. It's not like if they, they are fortified inside the walls. The towers are sort of crumbled. There's still some of it there. What isn't there is like a big turret that they can be on. Um, but you would have to sort of climb up. You're coming from the north of, of this because you're, you're heading south. So. Yeah, and it's gated. Yeah, so what, what you're seeing at this moment is sort of that north face, north facing part of the, of the building. You can see that crumbling gatehouse which hasn't crumbled completely and from the the point of view that you're coming from you can see that only one of the four towers is standing. sort of fully standing but the others are sort of like crumbling but they are offering some sort of protection within okay and the, the gatehouse is actually gated from well the doors as i described them to you the doors that you can see were sundered long ago so they're not there all right Let's push on. So you push on directly to the the gatehouse. Yeah, I don't walk into the gatehouse just yet. Um, from uh, maybe 60 feet away from the gatehouse, I want to try and search and, and, and see if I see any movement inside the gatehouse or above the walls, or if there's anything like a vantage point or a point where someone would be able to surprise us from the top or maybe drop some something like hot hot tar <laughs> or anything of the sort from the top. Okay, so roll uh, an investigation. And you're doing this quietly? Well, at this point, I'm just doing it. I'm not bothering with stuff much. You sort of told your companions to, to hold back. So you, you're doing this alone at the moment. Yes, that's a three total. That's a three. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're sort of searching around and, and looking. You notice that the, the gatehouse, you're about 60 feet away, you said, yep, where you'd stopped. You, More or less. You're getting a little closer, sort of looking, and you can sort of peer almost through the doors now. And you, you notice that, the, that whilst the outer doors have sort of been smashed to, to smithereens and there's nothing there left, there is, however, a rusty iron portcullis which is blocking the, the progress in. Hmm. Bastards. You do also see that the wall to the right of the gatehouse as you're looking at it, which is standing at about 20 feet tall, still. There seems to be like a, a pile of rubble and what appears to be a, a small opening. Yeah, yeah, but that's probably where they're gonna be waiting for us to come in through. And you say it's a rusty iron gate and it looks sturdy from where I am. Yeah. Very sturdy. You can see if you wanna lift it. A little halfling might need some help. I'm gonna turn into a bear. 
Okay, so you're you turn into your bear and you're making your way directly to the gate now. Directly to the gate to the portcullis that I see, and I'm gonna try and knock it over. So you are 60 feet ahead now of the rest of your party, and you're gonna try and lift this gate. Gonna try and knock it over, like yeah, well, whatever seems easier, like lifting it on or breaking it or knocking it over. Or... Okay, give me a give me an athletics check. Natural 20. Natural 20. So you sort of <laughs> sort of make your way over to this portcullis and as you with one arm you sort of put your bear claw through the the gaps in the portcullis and start raising it as if it was nothing to you. Alright. <laughs> making an incredible amount of noise as you're lifting this and you're, you're hearing oh sorry you're not here because they're not shouting they, they'd stayed behind but as you glance over your shoulder to, to look at your colleagues, like, ah, look at me. <laughs> They're looking quite concerned. So as you, you turn around to look back through the portcullis, you now see that you're being greeted by a number of orcs with their, their weapons in hand as they, they make their way into battle positions, joined by two hulking orc-like creatures which are humongous next to them, which you recognize to be as ogres. Wow. <laughs> and I think that's what we're going to call it at night. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that one. Jeez. I wasn't expecting anything less, to be honest. But. Yeah, so uh, looking forward to, to seeing what happens next week mm-hmm. as we find out who will come out victorious in the battle of the Shrine of Savaras. So yeah, thank you for, for tuning in. I hope you join us again next week. We'd really appreciate it if you'd leave us a, a review and to subscribe to us on your podcast player of choice. And visit i2td.com, our website. There you'll find links to all our social media and you'll also find links to our discord page which is where we are building community we're trying to get together and have a little fun thing going there you'll also importantly find the patron and buy me a coffee pages through these uh, pages you'll you'll be able to help us by buying us a potion as a one-off donation or you can join one of our patron tiers in exchange for some Rather intriguing goodies. Yeah, you'll find all the information about the tiers there in Patreon itself. So make sure to check it out. For sure, you'll get some some sneak peeks, some behind-the-scenes the content. Juicy stuff. Juicy, Juicy stuff. stuff. Yeah. Any little that you, you're you willing to, to donate will go towards the, the time, effort, and resources we spend on crafting these episodes and any future content for you. And you will have our eternal thanks. This now leads us on nicely... To our next section, which I'm sure you all know what it is. It's the last ones standing. Our end of the episode club. <laughs> the last of us. <laughs> we'll the see. last of you. The last of you. We'll see. We'll see. This basically is a little section where we like to have a bit of fun with you most loyal listeners. You've come here to the end. You've got here. Now you're thinking, where's the catchphrase? Well, I'll give you the catchphrase. I got the catchphrase for you. But first, what you need to do with the catchphrase is add it to a comment in one of our you know, it can even be Twitter. You can you can put it wherever, to be honest. Yeah. You know, anyway, we maybe, say that every week yeah. in your social media. Put it everywhere. Choice. Put it YouTube. If we haven't actually, you have a, a link to YouTube in our. We haven't yeah. been saying this, <laughs> but you have a link to YouTube as well in our website. That's a that's another important yeah. <laughs> important facet. But yeah, anyway, the, the links on our website. Yeah, everything's there. You'll see it when you get there. Anyway, sorry, we're going back to the other section. This section. Let's concentrate. This section, the passphrase, you will put in a comment anywhere. And the one we like the most, the one we find 
the most funny or the one we like the most generally will give you a shout out in discord and have you there somewhere there in discord you have to sort of get the catchphrase and incorporate it in your comment as part of your comment not just stick it there like you know like it has nothing to do with the rest of the comment uh, you type in if you know what i mean yeah integrate into a, a witty witty comment make us laugh make us cry make us angry yep yep and today's catchphrase passphrase is skinny dipping thank you so much for tuning in we really hope you tune in again next time as we delve into the dungeon and usually i would end the episode right there but i've just remembered something really important that we keep forgetting to say and please anything that you you post or uh, tag us in use the hashtag hashtag happy tuesday happy tuesday yeah how That's, could we have forgot thanks for tuning in see you next time as we delve into the dungeon <laughs> <laughs>